Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Epke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, we're really excited today. We have a lot of great content to cover. Uh, there's a few things going on over at Duramax Tuner we've had right a lot now that going I thought we'd on. talk about. We've had a lot going on, a lot of changes. Some of this stuff isn't necessarily diesel related in the pickup truck world. Some of it is. Sure. Um, but we are, uh, I would say, well diverse, <laughs> diversified <laughs> over at Calibrated Power. You know, we do gas engine tuning. We get really heavy into agricultural tuning as well. Uh, you know, there's a couple seasons throughout the year where uh, ag tuning kind of takes over. Yeah, <laughs> we're right on we the do. cusp of, of tractor tuning going crazy. This is the time of season yep. where the combines are out. Uh, once we get done with those and grain carts and things yep. like that, which anything pulling a grain cart, most combines we tune pretty much all of them. Yep. Uh, those will be really, really popular coming into the next month or so. And then it's gonna jump right into all of the deep ripping and tillage yes. season. Uh, that's where guys really need the extra horsepower and torque. They want a safe way to do it. Um, and they don't want to have to go upgrade or trade in their tractor or their equipment for something new and brand well, new off the lot. I think about, you know, when, when I talk to guys that are farming, you know, I, I kind of always am transparent. You know, I am not a farmer. I've never operated a tractor, but I'm familiar with diesel engines and torque and power bands, right? We all that listen to the show and Paul, you and I, we got into diesels and the, it was one of those things that we were very fascinated about that you could tune an engine to make more power yeah. and in return, you'll gain some better mileage, right? Like that's everyone I ever talked to. Well, what kind of mileage can I gain? How much power <laughs> can I make, right? In the tractor world, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. If we're able to increase the power output reliably, we're gonna give the tractor a wider operating range to work within. The thing that's unique about in the diesel truck world is, is we can create the power, but I can't control the driver. Right. In the tractor's operation, it's at a very constant operation. Yeah. There isn't this, well, how are you driving the tractor? <laughs> no. Well, you're either in eighth gear or ninth gear, right. and you're either at 2,000 RPM and 1,800 RPM, right? Like that's And difference. a lot of it, you set a target speed and just let her eat. Exactly. You, you know, exactly. so it, it's y how much power you have comes in when you hit those tough spots in the field. Yep. You're not going to need peak power for 90% of the day, of but course. for that 10% that you need it, Dear God, if you don't have it, it's a real yeah. pain in the ass. No, when you get done with you know harvest or whatever, and you start doing your your disc ripping and tillage and stuff, you'll have a lot of times guys are talking about how the tractor gets bogged down when they hit some tough ground. Yeah, you know, so maybe restructuring that torque curve or giving that engine the ability to operate under a little bit wider of an RPM window is going to give that operator the ability to pull through that tough ground and not have to downshift. That's right. Not have to or, play with or even speed. run deeper. I know that's one thing that it, a lot that of is, these yep. guys who do diligence is, is they like to they want to really get those shanks down in yep. the ground and, and get it turned over. And if you're limited by your horsepower and your torque to be able to do that job, yep. it, it's really expensive to yep. find a solution. Well I mean it's not only, you know, the the you're 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 cutting down on the ground speed, right? Yep. You're cutting down on the operation, but what's that do to your time? When you're farming five, 6,000 acres and you're a smaller farm operation, you know, every day, you know, you're very limited in daylight and time that you have out in that field. So, yeah. you know, every every minute counts. No, not, not a lie there. Uh, so yeah, if you need tractor tuning, if you're thinking about upgrading your agricultural equipment's horsepower and torque, yep. or need a new torque curve or anything like that, get a hold of us. Uh, they can reach out to you directly, Chris. Yeah, you know, I'm very knowledgeable to some degree, right? I've been doing it a long time. So if you have any questions, you can get a hold of me, cmkey at duramaxtuner.com or my direct extension over at the shops, 2121. Absolutely. Uh, we got some Raptor R&D. Uh, I know this is back over to the gas, gas world yeah, and, yeah. and a, a cool gas truck, I will say. Super uh, cool. The Raptors, I mean, the 3.5 the EcoBoost in general, that platform, the three liters, the two sevens, the three fives, 
all have definitely warmed up to a majority of the the people that work here yeah. over the last few years. Yeah, quite a few um, believers have been converted here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And naturally, you know, we do tuning on these three fives, so why not offer a drop-in turbocharger as an option as well, which is something that Nick and the guys in R&D are working on as we speak. That's right. It's been really interesting to hear Nick talk about this uh, with the launch of the uh, TRX from Ram, yep. 700 horsepower off the floor, smoking Raptors at the lights. Yep. Uh, it's got a lot of Raptor guys thinking, what the fuck? Uh, what do I do? Do yeah. I trade in? Do I go get a TRX? You know, wh what are my options? Uh, looking at this tuning turbo and a few of the other small hard parts uh, that need to be upgraded, it's seeming more and more potential that like a Raptor is going to be like an upgraded Raptor could be a very viable competitor for a $120,000 TRX or whatever with dealer markup that they're yeah. going for now. I mean, that was the MO and Nick's like, well, what's the power goal? Like we asked that, yeah. like, we were in a meeting, like what's the goal look like? What's, you know, what's a win for us? We want to be able to take down a, a, a TRX. Yeah. Like the TRX is the target. We want to be able to get these Ford guys, you know, up and running with good, confident power. And to do that, we have to be able to do it reliably and efficiently. Right. You know, so right. there are some supporting mods, fuel system, intake, uh, intercooler with the turbos. But all in all, you're still going to be lower than what a TRX would be. Oh, and you're going to have a lower. unique, badass Raptor right, in the mix. Right, right, right. Um, and then, of course, the black box. This is what we're going to be talking about today. There's a new tuner on the market. Yes. Uh, it's for the 2020 and 2021 6.7 liter power strokes. We're going to dive into that in quite a bit of detail today and really explain what that product looks like, what that option looks like. Hey, if you're not a Ford guy, stick around. Uh, you're still going to want to hear some of the content from today. Before we do it, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Of course, Exergy Performance has been with us forever. We've been with Exergy forever. That's because they offer the highest quality common rail injection upgrades in the in the diesel industry. Uh, so when we need LB7 injectors, when we need 100% over LBZ injectors, whatever it is, um, that that's what we're running. You know, Nick and I did the podcast last week talking about the the big block Cummins downstairs, yep. uh, walking through it. System. All extra G fuel system. Yep. Uh, that that is a hundred percent. That's what's in our trucks. That's what should be in your truck. Calibrated power for them. This wouldn't be possible, right? <laughs> so they employ us. They allow us to do the podcasts and offer you guys good quality content week over week. Um, you know, so if you're looking for pretty much anything emissions on tuning related, drop in turbochargers for all the main brands right now. You know, Calibrated Power is there to help support that. That's right. WC Fab. Um, you guys have heard us talk about Jason Worley and his brothers and the whole crew over there and how awesome they are. We are super, super excited to be going out to their open house coming up here in September. Uh, we're going to have a booth out there. We're going to participate in the raffle. We're going we're gonna to get out there and shake some hands and meet some guys. If you're able to make it, please come out to DeKalb, uh, hang out at this open house. It is, I've been told, a 100,000 square foot facility of pretty much badass power. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so you're going to want to come check this event out. And then XDP, your one-stop shop for anything diesel-related, uh, from performance parts to stock replacements to fluids and filter replacements. They literally have everything you could ever need for your diesel pickup truck. That's right. Uh, all right, so black box tuner. Oh, man, so like I said before, this is for specifically 2021 uh, 6.7-liter power strokes. Yep. We've been tuning these trucks for a while, Chris. Let, let's back up just a tad. Yeah. Right? I want to talk about... 
uh, the complexity of tuning newer era diesels compared to the older stuff, because I think that that's where the importance of what the black box uh, signifies right now. They're right. So if you had a you know late 2000s, uh, late 90s, early 2000s Ford, or you get into the newer, you know, the earlier era of the LB7 Duramax and moving forward, or the 98 24 valve Cummins and moving forward, you were able to buy a programmer, it gets shipped to your door, you plug it into the OBD port, or you plug it into the injector harness, or however that tuner <coughs> installed, and within about 20 minutes, you had at least 100 horsepower at your fingertips, sure. right? Yeah, that's all um, standard. Fast forward, you know, uh, that pretty much took its course all the way through probably 2011. Um, in the LML world, at least, there wasn't support for that newer platform for a couple years. Yeah, okay? I think it was 13, um, the first ones got tuned. So basically what happened in that uh, era of vehicle, and the power strokes were in similar fashion, the Cummins were in similar fashion, the ECM basically became... Um, restricted, right? There was more complications and more complexity in order to communicate with the controller, causing third-party companies, aftermarket companies, to not be able to get into that controller right away. Emissions came out. Right. OEMs got a lot of pressure to make sure that aftermarket people yep. couldn't go into lead emissions. One of the ways that they did that was they secured everything mm -hmm. and they locked everything. And we have heard all sorts of great nerdy computer security terms yep. um, about how great of an encryption key they have or how great of security they have. They locked the ECMs and they've done everything they can to prevent tuners and owners from being able to access the horsepower they paid for. Now, in the era of that 2010, 2012, things got strict, right? Yeah. As far as ECM communication uh, support. And then in the era of the 2017, I think of like the L5P Duramax, Jesus. I think of the 2018 Cummins, there was an encryption difference That's in that ECM. Um, and that, that changed the pathway for what tuning calibration looked like moving forward and it made it more complex. Sure. Now we get into the era of where we're at going into the newer, like the 22 L5P, the the 20 the 2020 power stroke uh, we've seen this on the 22 ram as well um, we've offered tuning for the ford 2020 and 2021 for a couple of years now like this isn't something where we haven't offered support yeah no we've been tuning them but it hasn't been one of those things where you're able to buy a tuner have it shipped to you you install it it's actually the complete opposite to the point where you have to physically pull the ecm out of this truck so your $80,000, $100,000 truck is down. It does not run. That ECM has to be sent out and sent into a tuning company that offers tuning support to have it bench flashed in-house and then sent back to you. Now, voila, you have a tuner. Very complicated. Yes. It is very inconvenient. Yes. And and I think I think one of the shocks here, because we, we have a, a similar lock set up on L5Ps, yep. right? So your 2017 and newer Duramaxes, you also can't flash them through the OBD2 port until, I guess, about a week ago with the locksmith and Edge. Right. So you can do and a that's box still, tuner. That's still very, still as very of new. now, for custom um, tuning, yes, you would but, need an ECM. But yeah, custom tuning, exactly. Yeah, you actually have to buy an unlocked ECM. Now, the difference there was that there was a a viable option yep. to buy ECMs, like companies like us, Correct. would go out and buy a bunch of ECMs. Send we them the HP tuner, the, yeah. have them unlocked. And then and then we have them ready to go. So so you could just ship out an ECM and hey, when you get your stock one back, ship it back to me, I'll refund a quarter. And charge. no downtime, right? right? You're literally down for the hour or two that you're doing the install. It's very costly, but yeah. at the same time, you were able to do it in a timeline where it was a little bit more time effective. Yeah. 
the 2020 plus power stroke is there were none no of the ECMs. above. So it, the ECM came out right right around the pandemic. So it, there immediately was no supply. It wasn't yeah. like 17, GM ran a bunch of extra ECMs yeah. for ECM replacements. We were able to just go and buy them and have ECMs available. 2020 power stroke came out Tuning came out shortly after the truck was released to bench flash, but it wasn't immediate. It wasn't like, oh, the day they were out, we were tuned them. It took a while. Um, but then it, we hit this chip shortage, and nobody has ever been able to catch up. You've ne Nobody can find a replacement there's, ECM for the 2020 and 2021 Power Stroke. There's also a complication in the Power Stroke specifically. So if you have an ECM that's in a Ford Power Stroke, and you pull it out of the truck, and you stick a new ECM into that truck, the dealer has to program that new ECM to the truck. Yeah. There's something called a VPN number. That VPN number in the truck changes to that new ECM. You can no longer pull that new ECM out and put the original untouched ECM back in and make it work. Right. So again, further complications. So the way to go around this is again, the ECM gets pulled out, sent in, we bench flash it, send it back to you, which at best, the best time frame you have is three business days. Right. Three business, business days. Business days, mind you. So I mean, you send it on a Friday, <laughs> you're out three business longer. days plus the weekend. So right. Technology has definitely caught up, finally. Yeah. And we now have a viable option for all of our great customers with these trucks that are looking for tuning support, where now you have a way to flash the truck on your end and not have the truck down. Which is, is huge. I, I mean, this is remote huge, tuning. This huge. is being able to unlock your ECM at home, flash it, install the tunes, and drive down the road. It is, it is a game changer for anybody who's owning one of these trucks. You now can honestly consider custom tuning for yep. your truck, which before was maybe not a viable option yep. for you. A lot of guys, you put this type of an investment into a vehicle, you can't have it down for three to five days. No. That's just not, not an option for you. Now you can do it. Now you can do it over the weekend or you can do it at, you know, in an afternoon mm -hmm. and be done. What's really unique about this platform is these trucks are coming out of the factory. We all know the newer trucks come with a ton of power, but what does that look like as an end result with a truck that has tuning? Yeah. So let's talk about some of the power levels and what you're gonna actually get with a tuned 2020 plus. I love this because we've talked about even, and I'll even take this back to the 17 and newer power strokes. There's not a lot of the old complaints. You know, when LMLs came out and I think about like early six sevens came out, there was a lot of dead pedal complaints and things like you that. You don't see that in it's, the newer it's not as it's, it's not nearly as prevalent, but there is still a lot to be had. I mean, you do still have situations where you're driving the truck, you're like, man, I really could use the extra power here. I, I could really enjoy the extra power in this operation. These newer trucks as a base are phenomenal, but you are coming from a tuned truck that you had experience from a more sensitive throttle. You had that added yeah. power. You had that broader, broader, broader torque curve per se. So what you have going into something like this is like, well, this is great, but I want better. Yeah, I want absolutely. my truck, I want the, the newest truck to drive the best in the way that my old <laughs> truck did with all the newest technology, and that's essentially what this is. That's right. So so with your engine and transmission tuning, which yep. is really cool that this package will include transmission tuning from calibrated power, uh, your engine tuning is going to include a five-tuned switch-on-the-fly setup. Yep. So switch is pretty easy to install. I think we've talked about switch installs in the past. Uh, so we have some instructions for stuff like that. But, I mean, let's talk about the top of the dial. I mean, where you really... <laughs> the number people want right. to know the most is what's the peak power I can get out of this thing. Boom, you can add 120 horsepower and 216 foot-pounds of torque with tune only. You're talking a no truck, other mods. You're talking a truck that's going to make 600 wheel horsepower, 595, 600, and almost 1,300 foot-pounds. Yeah. That's a tune only right out of the gate. Like, you know what it used to take? <laughs> 
in, in the in the 2005 2010 era to make that type to of power. 600 horsepower. You're talking, You're about talking a built fuel system, a built transmission, yeah. tuning, a turbocharger, right. a lift pump. Like <laughs> the list goes on. You're talking thousands and thousands of dollars to do so. Where now you're able to do that from a calibration. I mean, even our everyday driver tune, talking 100 horsepower over stock, yeah. you're playing around with 560, 570 wheel horsepower. It's rocking. That's insane. I mean, it, Granted, it, it, the trucks weigh a lot, but they're, they, they it's do. a lot of fun. Yeah, but but that's the thing is is like either one of these tunes. So so the sport tune is is up top, and then yep. the street tune is probably what we recommend you would drive in when you're unloaded. Yep. Uh, both of them are going to make the truck feel lighter. I think that's the one thing I hear everybody say after they the get out of more it. Limber. Yeah, it's it's snappy. It, it it jumps off the line when you want it to. The other nice thing is is you're not going to get a bunch of major super throttle sensitive adjustments down at five to ten no. and twenty percent throttle input. That's like your normal low speed in town driving. You still want the truck to be smooth. Yeah. You still want yeah. to have a truck you, want, you can drive. It's not a, say it's, it's not a full time race truck. I always say it's the refinement. You know, yeah. when guys are always at, you know trying to describe what it is that they're looking for, they're looking for refinement. They're looking for drivability. They want their truck to drive like an eighty thousand dollar truck, but they want to have the power like their old truck once had. Right. Simple as that. Right. And that I think I think the street tune makes a nice mix of those yeah. two. I know it. Listen, you could run the sport tune for for periods. We don't recommend that you live in the sport tune. Yeah. We don't recommend that you live at that peak power because you just have a lot more potential to start damaging stuff. We're pushing the limits of what we feel is safe in the truck. If you really want to be safe all the time and you want to drive unloaded all the time, just throw it and tune forward drive. Yeah. Then we'll have a couple of tow tunes, right? Sure. Pretty standard in any of the switch on the fly stuff that we do. We're going to have a heavy tow and a light tow. The light tow is good for anything up to 8,000 pounds. Your heavy tow tune is going to be good for anything over 8,000 pounds. Um, and your heavy tow tune, you're looking at about 40 horse. And then your light tow, you're looking at 60 horse, which don't seem like a lot of power. But as we increase that power, we're going to increase that torque. As that torque is getting increased, the power band is going to be widened. And that's really where you're going to see that added power being used when under a load. I got a really good question the other day. You're going to love this one because yeah. we've heard it probably every day since we've worked here. Uh, why would I turn the power down if my load is heavier? Don't I want more power yeah. to pull 8,000 in gross vehicle weight? Uh, I hate that question and I get it daily. Um, but it, for someone who doesn't have a lot of experience in this, it is a viable question. No, it right? seems logical. Um, I have a heavy load. I want more power. Uh, the calibrations are more or less designed to work with what the threshold of the engine's true capabilities are. Right. Not necessarily that the engine has the ability to make the power, but does the engine have the ability to sustain the temperature, control that temperature? You have coolant temp, you have turbo airflow, EGTs, intake air temps. So it's a balance of under this workload, how much power can I successfully add while the engine can still control its temperature? I always think of it like this, like why didn't the factory give you 600 horsepower right out the gate if that's what we can give you with yep. a tune? It's just a calibration change. I, I mean, that is all we're changing here is just the way that the engine is told to run. Uh, well, the reason is because they have to provide a warranty to anybody who can apply for credit. And if you've ever met anybody with money that you didn't think had if you've ever met anybody who you thought had more money than brains, I think you understand what I'm saying here. Is, is oh. They have to cover the guy who knows nothing about trucks, doesn't understand how to operate it, and he's going to go hook to some giant trailer or some giant boat, and he's going to tow it up the steepest grade in the hottest weather. GM or Power or Ford or whoever, the OEM still has to provide a warranty for yeah. that guy, even though he was an idiot with the vehicle. Yeah. Well, when we look at the tune, we know, hey, listen, your truck is 
perfectly capable of towing anything up to gross vehicle weight with only adding 60 horsepower. It's going to give you the horsepower and torque you want. You're going to feel it in the pedal. You're not going to have a question about was this worth it. You're going to love what it does. But more importantly, we also know that you're still safe by adding that. I mean, yeah. it's still okay to push the truck and drive the truck and only have that much power. Whereas in if we gave you 600 horsepower and you loaded it up in that worst case scenario, you're probably gonna break something. Well, I always spin it off because you get I get that question frequently yeah. and it's not every customer that owns this truck is gonna look at tuning as being a viable source for an improvement of what they're after. Some guys are very satisfied with the truck is and they don't know any better. Sure. So, you know, just because the tuner is there, it might not necessarily be something that you need. There's gonna be guys listening to this episode, watching us, whatever that, however they're consuming that content and they're going to go, yeah, yeah, you know, I want that power. Yeah, I want that throttle to be a little more sensitive. I want the trans to shift a little smoother. You know, I, I really need this. Yeah. Right. Then there's going to be guys that, that are going to watch and listen to us and they're going to be like, what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> I love the way the truck drives. Right. So, you know, the, the truck is manufactured and in, in, in mass produced in a certain way. And some guys are going to be happy and some guys aren't. We're offering an option for those guys who are unsatisfied with the power and the performance to be able to improve that windshield experience and get them to that next step in the truck's operation and Feel. That's right. And w what I thought was nice is that on this setup, um, it, it's a pretty easy install process. You're going to get the hardware. Yep. It's going to show up at your house. It's going to have have you jump on your computer and download some software. So you're going to need a Windows-based laptop. Laptop, not a desktop, <laughs> but a laptop. Uh, you're going to download some software. Yeah. And from there, I mean, it, it's It's read and flash. Yeah, 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 it's read and flash. So you're going to read out a stock file and email it to us. We're going to email you back a tune file that you flash on the truck. It's it's mostly through the OBD2 port. There's some cables and stuff you'll hook up underneath. You're gonna the instructions will walk you through all that yep. stuff. Uh, so I think the instructions are pretty easy to understand. It, it's a fairly quick process. You know, you're not talking about two days to get this installed. Right. You're talking about an afternoon or an evening. Mm -hmm. You'll get this done. You you do want to make sure that you give a call over and talk to us and set up a time and know, hey, we're available. Yeah, sure, the shop's open till six o'clock. But my guys in tuning probably aren't going to have enough time if you call them at 555 right. and email them a stock file, right? Yeah. So you, you want to get yourself prepared. Know, hey, it might take us a day to get a stock file back to you. What's nice, if you read it on a Monday and you email it to us at 9 o'clock at night when the shop's not open and none of my tuners are working, no big deal. You, we'll get back to you in the morning. The truck's still drivable. It's still functional. All you did was read out the stock file. You're totally fine. So the truck's never down. And yeah. that's the main value with the black box is you have the creature comforts of tuning like the old style trucks were as far as plug-and-play-esque tuning. Yeah. You're not having to send an ECM halfway across the country. You know how many guys paid overnight shipping both ways? Both ways. And then the ECM got bucks, lost. Totally normal. And then for, the ECM got lost, and the, the delay. There was a delay in shipping. Oh. Like this stuff stunk to deal with. So this really does streamline the process. It gives you the ability to do the install at your own leisure. Um, and I got to tell you, man, for the 2020 plus Fords, there. I'm not a Ford guy, but it's impressive. It really They're is. They're really impressive. It makes you a Ford guy. I'll tell you that yeah, if you no, drive definitely. one, you're like. All right, I get it. <laughs> I might not like the badge, but I, I get this truck. <laughs> um, cost on this is pretty reasonable considering L5Ps are like uh, three grand to four grand to tune. Yep. Uh, this year looking at 2250. So just so you guys, everyone's going to tag us and ask how much. It's yep. 2250 to tune it. It comes with the full package. It, it'll include everything you need. If you want to order it, you could go over to DuramaxTuner.com and find it or give Chris a call. Yep. Uh, he'll get you squared away on, on getting everything set up for you.
This has been fun. I, I think I think what we need to do is we need to go take one of these trucks for a ride along next. I, I know think, we've done it in the past, but I think I think it's time to revisit. I don't think a we've taken plus. a twenty. We Ooh, we may not have. Yeah. No, you're right. We had the seventeen regular cab. We took in the regular. We've taken the I know regular. We used cab. Tim's nineteen. Our okay. tuner's nineteen yep. when we did the tuned and towing comparison. We did. We did. But well, we had the four fifty. You and I drove it. We, we used the four fifty at one point. But we need to get behind. A, yeah. We need to get behind the wheel of the new screen, the new ten speed, and just really run it through its paces. And look at you guys joining us for a there podcast planning meeting. So next week, <laughs> I'm just saying, it might, that might be something that we do. Yeah, yeah. might have to jump in a truck like and uh, give you guys a, a little bit of a feel of what it's like to drive one of these with the tuning. Yeah. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, it's Jeremy from Diesel Performance Podcast. This week we're gonna bring you something a little bit different that we normally don't do. Uh, this week um, we have a 2011 Ford F-350 that came in. Uh, this truck here, uh, we are just now getting into it, so we really haven't dived too far yet. Um, the complaints from the customer are, it's a no crank, no start. Um, what I had found so far is that I come out to see and to confirm the no crank, no start, and I hooked a jump pack up and I have 12 volts of the battery. I go inside, hit the key, and I have no power. I have nothing inside. Um, I have no wipers, I have no cluster, I have nothing inside the vehicle. So that's why we have a no crank, no start, is because I have no power inside the truck. Uh, that's where uh, the fun begins. Um, the hassle begins is I need to try to figure out why we have no power going inside of the truck. Is a going to be a ground problem? Is it going to be a power problem? The PCM go bad? Or is it just the water in a fuse box or animals? That's what I'm going to try to figure out and that's what I will figure out and determine what is going on. And once I do that, I'm going to probably come back and give you guys an update on this truck and let you know exactly what I found and try to give you a step by step and try to tell you exactly how I did it and how I diagnosed it and what I found. Um, just because I really think this is going to be a good one and with these trucks being now 10, 12 years old, I really think it's going to be a problem with these trucks, especially the harder they're used, the more that they sit outside and the more rustier they get. Um, especially this one being a farm truck uh, and a work truck. So some of the tools I'm going to use to diagnose this truck this week is, um, of course, you see my battery jump box behind me here, um, but I'm going to use a power probe and my uh, DVOM, my meter. Um, what I'm going to do with those is I'm going to be able to test grounds and powers uh, inside the truck and outside the truck. Um, with the power probe um, being very careful and strategic, I'm going to be able to add power and ground in places that you normally couldn't without jumper wires. So those are going to be the two professional tools or the two diagnostic tools that I'm going to use that you don't use every day um, to help me diagnose this truck. Um, Pro tip uh, for this week is I'm gonna just take my time. Um, since it is a Ford, we don't really work. I don't really work on Fords that often. Um, I have and I do. It's just uh, when it comes to electrical problems, um, I know Duramax is in Cummins inside and out compared to these Fords. These are a little bit foreign to me a little bit. So same concept. But my pro tip is I'm just gonna take my time and go step by step until I figure it out. Uh, 
But I do want to say, um, if you like what you're seeing and you like what I'm doing, please give me a like, follow, share. Um, my Instagram's jgarnett00. I'm always posting stuff. And I'll probably be posting updates about this truck along the way. So see you guys next week, and I'll give you an update. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Dude, Motherfucking thumbs in the air. I, do. I, I like thumbs up, elbows up. <laughs> <laughs>